Let's have ourselves a nice little easy flowing podcast looking at the ADP tracking sheets and uh, going over some news and notes because we had cuts this week. Hope you enjoy it. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Welcome to the land of fluffy, happy clouds and, oh, fluffy, cute little kittens. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook because they haven't kicked me off yet, which it's just so wonderful. Dennis M. Roy over there. You can hit me up on Messenger anytime you want if you have any questions. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's wonderful. I'm trying to take a nice docile tone today, considering the fact that my day was absolute fucking bullshit. Bullshit, I say? Just today? It's been the entire fucking week. (laughs) I love my real-life job. But you know what I love more? Talking fantasy football with all of you out there. Out there in podcast land. Just want to let you know, I appreciate every single one of you. And I have a special announcement. Finally got over 3,000 downloads. Fantastic. For a little tiny podcast like this, it makes my heart melt. Oh. 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 Shall we get to the news and notes? I think we should. Let's take a look. Right to the Raiders. Oh, what? Las Vegas signing ex-Hawks linebacker K.J. Wright to a one-year deal? That's a hell of a nice little pickup. But the problem is that he hasn't been at any type of training camp all all this offseason. So, hmm, we'll see what happens. Let's see. We got a whole bunch of roundups here. Latest league news from Thursday, September 2nd. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe the ad got me again. The ad got me, totally blasted that fucking commercial right in my fucking ear holes. That's terrific. Oh, look at here. Reuben Foster is getting another chance to start restart his NFL career. He's working out with the New York Jets on Thursday. That's fantastic. Former first-round pick of the San Francisco 49ers in 2017. Hmm. Good luck to him. You know we like a reclamation project. Oh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, Jets placed linebacker Gerard Davis on injured reserve to open the 2021 season. Remember, not all injured reserve is the same. He still can come back this season. He's just got to spend at least three weeks on the IR. Let's see. Jacksonville Jaguars running back Travis Etienne, who, you know, the guy who got hurt right after we drafted a couple weeks ago, Undergo underwent his foot surgery on Thursday, has about a four-month recovery, per Ian Rappaport. 
Also, the Jags placed wide receiver Tavon Austin on injured reserve. I didn't even know he that he got on a team. That's amazing. Denver Broncos pass rusher Bradley Chubb is dealing with an ankle injury, according to head coach Vic Fangio. Didn't practice on Wednesday and will be held out for the next few days. But he is expected to be ready for Denver's season opener uh, next Sunday against the Giants. I hope so. He's my on my fucking defense. God damn it. I need Bradley Chubb. Dallas Cowboys have activated wide receiver CeeDee Lamb, safety DeMonte Kazee, and defensive end Carlos Watkins off the reserve COVID-19 list. Yay! Coach Mike McCarthy told reporters offensive tackle Lyle Collins will not practice though on Thursday and likely be out until Sunday. Cornerback Calvin Joseph, offensive tackle Josh Ball, wide receiver Malik Turner, and defensive tackle Neville Gallimore. Tight end Sean McKeon and linebacker Francis Bernard were placed on IR. Oh, we wish you all the best in your recovery. Washington coach Ron Rivera said he's very confident that wide receiver Curtis Samuel, who's been nursing a groin injury, will be available to play week one. My sources tell me he's not going to be ready, though. (laughs) Silly Curtis Samuel. That's why we grabbed all the Diami Brown that we could. The Indianapolis Colts activated center Ryan Kelly, wide receiver Zach Paschal, and quarterback Carson Wentz from the reserve COVID-19 list and placed quarterback Sam Ellinger, wide receivers T.Y. Hilton, and Desmond Patton on IR. Mmm, good and bad news there. New York Giants tight end Evan Ingram isn't practicing Thursday while running back Saquon Barkley, wide receivers Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Toney, and tight end Kyle Rudolph are all participating for the start. Fantastic. That is great news for the New York Giants. Although, we wish you well, Evan Ingram. We heard you might be going on IR. New York Jets left tackle uh, Mackay Becton. Concussion returned to practice. Wide receiver Jamison Crowder is not practicing on Thursday, though. Coach Robert Sala told reporters he's not concerned about the wideouts' week one availability, though. The Seattle Seahawks will place offensive tackle Cedric Ogbioli. I can't say the name. Can you? I'll spell it out for you. It's O-G-B-U-E-H-I. Should we try it? Ogbuhai. Ogbuhai. We're just going to call him Cedric Ogbuhai. But he's on injured reserve. Oh, nursing a strained biceps injury, but is expected to be ready when he's eligible to return in week four. Philadelphia Eagles placed offensive lineman Jack Driscoll, tight end Tyree Jackson, and quarterback Josiah Scott on injured reserve. Well wishes to you, young Eagles. Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back Giovanni Bernard is dealing with a mild high ankle sprain. That's not good. Going to have to move him down on the list. We'll put him in the land that time forgot, otherwise known as the tier of the forgotten. Veteran running back is expected to return in time for next week's season opener versus the Cowboys. Hmm. Kicker Ryan Suckup was activated from the reserve COVID-19 list, and Tampa Bay also placed John Malcolm on injured reserve. Who's John Malcolm? I have no idea. Atlanta Falcons placed offensive lineman Josh Andrews on injured reserve. Tom Palacero also reported Andrews broke his hand in Tuesday's practice. Yikes. Cincinnati Bengals placed defensive end Khalid Kareem on IR. Ooh. Hmm. And the Detroit Lions place quarterback Tim Boyle and defensive end Deshaun Hand on IR as well. Oof. 
The LA Rams had some good news, though. They activated their punter, Johnny Hecker, from the reserve COVID-19 list. Placed linebacker Chris Garnett, though, on the reserve COVID-19 list and placed offensive tackle Tremaine Ankrum and linebacker Obo Akarakopo on IR. Hmm. That's a hard name, too. O-K-O-R-O-N-K-W-O. Ak-O-R-O-N-K-W-O. Akaronquo. It's pretty good. I'm going to go with it. Arizona Cardinals activated offensive lineman Justin Pugh from the COVID-19 list and placed defensive end Jordan Phillips on IR. The Houston Texans placed defensive back A.J. Moore on IR like they needed any to lose any more corners or safeties. The Kansas City Chiefs placed linebacker Willie Gay Jr. on IR. Ooh. Attack in the middle with the running backs again. The Las Vegas Raiders put running back Jalen Richard, linebacker Nicholas Moreau, Defensive back Kashawn Nixon and defensive back Javon White on IR. Mm. Get well soon. Tennessee Titans placed running back Darrington Evans, wide receiver Marcus Johnson, and offensive lineman Daniel Munyer on IR. Ugh. Ugh. But they did activate linebacker Nick Zubner from the reserve COVID-19 list. The New England Patriots, last but certainly not least, placed wide receiver Nikhil Harry on injured reserve. Happy clouds to you, Nikhil. We wish you all the best and hope you get back soon. Let's see here. Signings. Okay, here we go. We talked about KJ Wright going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Cincinnati Bengals re-signed wide receiver Mike Thomas. Carolina Panthers claimed running back Royce Freeman off waivers from the Broncos. Make a note of that. Make a note of that. Make a note of that. Because that directly affects Chuba Hubbard. If anything happens to Christian McCaffrey. They also added wide receiver Aaron Parker and quarterback James Morgan to the practice squad. Buffalo Bills signed tight end Kaleo Waring to their practice squad. He's like on his eighth team in like eight weeks. Uh, Detroit Lions resigned tight end Darren Fell, safety Dean, Dean Marlowe, uh, linebacker Jesse Lemonier. Ooh, quarterback Steven Montez. Great. That's great. Uh, Parnell Motley, tight end Jared Pinckney, and Shane Zilstra to the practice squad. Um, Vikings signed quarterback Sean Marion or Mannion, and wide receiver Tristan Jackson to the practice squad, and former Steelers punter Jordan Berry. Indianapolis Colts signed wide receiver Kiki Kuti to the practice squad. Uh, let's see. Let's just do the guys that matter the most. Cowboys signed running back Corey Clement and added long snapper Jack uh, Jake McQuaid. To the practice squad, okay. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars signing quarterback Kyle Laletta to the practice squad. Um, tight end Matt Sokol, practice squad, and also expect to sign uh, Jacob Hollister. Surprise release from the Bills. Uh, da, 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 da. Vegas Raiders re-signed tight end Dare Carrier. Uh, da, da, da. That seems about it there. Uh, Chargers actually signed wide receiver Austin Prohl. I'm sure that's a practice squad. I think so. Uh, let's see here. Tight end Chris Myrak to the New York Giants. Patriots signed quarterback Garrett Gilbert. Uh, fullback Ben Mason. Ah, 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 ah. Here you go. 
Atlanta Falcons signed running back Wayne Gallman, who spent the offseason in training camp with the 49ers. There's your backup. There's your backup for Mike Davis, if you want to handcuff it. Although, eh, eh, eh. do you really want to? Uh, that would be because the Atlanta Falcons, which, oh my God, NFL.com, can you get an editor? Atlanta. Atlanta. There's no there's no second T in there. Uh, release running back Kadri Allison. So there you go. Wayne Gallman, the back, official backup. So we got that. Let's see what else we've got. Uh, Cowboys passing on Cam Newton. Excited about on QBs. Okay, so we know that. <sighs> Let's see. Nothing else really that much. Um, Bucks reach 100% vaccination status, Arian said. Great. 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 Oh, former NFL player Keith McCants was found dead Thursday at his home, 53. Uh, appears to be a drug overdose. Fourth overall pick in the first round of the 1990 NFL draft by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and was uh, had went collegiately to the University of Alabama. That's too bad. That is too bad. Um, let's see here. Bills are also not going to renew their lease without a new stadium deal. Yeah, well, we're pretty much. We pretty much knew that. NFL brings back social justice helmet decals. Okay, whatever. Do your thing. Do your thing, NFL. Whatever you want. All right, so what do we need to take a look at? There's a couple things we need to take a look at as far as ADP, like in specifics. Um, One is where, where is Gus Bus going? Right now on NFFC, because you're not going to have it. Okay. He is going as RB22. He is going as a 22nd RB, so an RB2. Okay. Uh, let's see where. Let's see what his ADP is overall. He's right by Javante Williams. Okay, so his ADP right now currently is 52. Uh, which puts him right at the beginning of the fifth round. I'm going to tell you right now, in your home leagues, you will not get him outside of round four. So if you want him, if you want the lead back for Baltimore, you're going to have to get him in the fourth round. Um, I would probably suspect it's going to be right about where I have him in the tier rankings. Um, He's going to go somewhere... Right around wherever James Robinson, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders. Uh, I moved DeAndre Swift down because of the injury, I, and I'm, I'm just I'm trying to get you guys not to take him. Um, if you want to, you have to move him up. You have to move him up a bit in tier four. But um, you know David Montgomery, that type of area, right in there. So he will go in the fourth round. Uh, don't you not believe it? Um, should probably look up Michael Thomas. See where he's going. Actually, let's just do all positions. Uh, can I just do a search for a player? No. Fuck. 
Uh, Michael Thelton is <laughs> going to his pick 83. 83 overall. Can't believe I found that. So that's what? Round eight? Where's Callaway going right now? So if he's going right at the beginning of round eight, where is Callaway going? I want you guys to start hopping on some of that uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown shares. Um, he's been going right at the very end of the draft. So everybody's just kind of forgetting about him. Like we're talking like round 16, that type of shit. Um, so any anywhere in the double digit rounds is fine. Um, if you can get him in the 12th round, that's fantastic. If you can get him a little bit earlier, that's probably where I would go. Um, probably, you know, 11, 10, somewhere in there. Uh, he's basically like the only good receiver there. So, uh, you could take a shot at him, make him like, say your wide receiver four, wide receiver five, something in there. Where the fuck are you? Callaway should not be this low. There he is. Uh, he is pick 92 overall. Okay, so he's just inside. The, he's right at the end of the eighth round. So they're both going in the eighth round there. It's, I want to get him in the double-digit rounds. I'd rather get him no earlier than the tenth round, to be completely honest with you. Um He's going right along with DJ Char, Corey Davis, Brandon Cooks, uh, Michael Pittman, uh, Jalen Waddle right in there. Let's see where I've got him. I've got him a bit higher, but... No, it's actually right about where I've got him. It's right about where I've got him. So, yeah, you're going to have to play that one by ear. I... I don't see him going in the eighth round anywhere. Everybody just fucking forgets about him. So, you know, 10th round or later, uh, you'd be absolutely fine. Um, didn't do many changes to the tier ranking charts. Um, oh, you know what? Before we do that, let's. Uh, I want to get you your update on where Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson are going. So we get the big guy leagues. Let's see who they like more for right now. They actually still like Daryl Henderson. He's at uh, RB28. Sony Michelle is at RB37. I told you I am more on Sony Michelle. Uh, just overall, he fits the offense a little bit better. Uh, he is a pass-catching back. That was his specialty in college at Georgia. Because, remember, he was paired with Nick Chubb. Sonny Michelle was more of the, the pass-catching back. He was pretty much, he was kind of, this is kind of, he was kind of what DeAndre Swift was kind of envisioned when he came out. Um, although, uh, I would say, I would say Swift's a, a bit, you know, more nimble. But um, I feel like I missed Daryl Henderson. Okay, so Daryl Henderson's going at pick 68 overall. 
So that is a six-round pick. I think that's actually probably about right. Sony Michelle at 104. This is actually this week's uh, ADP, too. At 104? So that puts him in the ninth round. That's way too low. Sony Michelle should be a six. Sony Michelle should be a six. I mean, if you're set at running back um, early, you know, round one, round two, round three, somewhere in there, or even round four, and you're getting your wide receivers and stuff like that. Um, if Sony Michelle is still sitting there in the seventh round, you know, you're really good, you need a, a running back four, I would still grab Sony Michelle in there. Um, take advantage of it. Uh, if people are just going to fucking sleep on it, Go ahead and grab it. That would be uh, that would be my recommendation. I'm skipping over uh, Daryl Henderson. I'm just going to let him go, and we'll go right straight to Sony Michelle on there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, now let's get back. Let's get back to the ADP chart. So didn't really change too much um, outside of move Trevor Lawrence up a couple of spots. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, move Zach Wilson actually up above Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Uh, you're welcome if you grab him in your two QB leagues. Super flex. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo left him there. Taysom Hill, I still have on there, but it's not exactly somebody that uh, I'm gonna target after. Or whatnot. Um, Cam Newton moves to the top of the tier of the forgotten with no T with you know no with no team after he's been cut from the New England Patriots. So um, no no issues there. I think I moved Tua up a little bit. I can't remember if I had him in front of Baker Mayfield or not. Maybe not. What happened with these tiers? There's something I moved. Might have moved Tan. Oh, I think I moved Tannehill down a little bit. I think so. I think so. Good God, I just did it yesterday, and I can't remember. Uh, running backs. So let me see here. Move Gus Edwards up. I, of course, I have him right. Uh, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Javante Williams, uh, Gus Edwards, James Robinson. Yes, I did move Clyde Edwards-Alaire down quite a, a little bit. Um, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift, David Montgomery. That's your tier four. Um, this is a mistake. I shouldn't have left Michael Carter up there in tier five. He should actually be in a... Ooh. He should actually be down towards the end of somewhere in tier six. Um, yeah, I'm going to put him at the end of tier six. So hopefully you're listening to this. Um, I have made that change. Michael Carter at the end of tier six. Uh, so tier five will only be comprised of Mike Davis, Josh Jacobs, and then, of course, the pairing of uh, Mostert and Sermon. You're not handcuffing those two together. You're just going to leave them. To, you're just going to take one or the other. Uh, Trey Sermon, I'm I'm a little bit higher on, um, even though I have him below uh, Raheem Mostert. 
<clears throat> but most are typically has been going first. Um, do, 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 do. trying to figure out i moved somebody oh i moved uh ramondre stevenson up too now he's ahead of chuba hubbard he's behind damian williams in the tier eight the last tier um and then i moved uh jarrett patterson up a little bit um not necessarily he he should be the handcuff for antonio gibson i'm pretty sure of it but um he's still not somebody that i think you you absolutely have to have on your roster, you'll be able to get them for basically dirt cheap. Uh, moving out, of course, J.K. Dobbins, uh, ACL. Uh, Xavier Jones, who went on IR, so he's no longer the backup for the L.A. Rams, so just completely move him out of there. Pardon me. Uh, Wayne Gallman should actually be moved back up, um, and we should put him in Atlanta. So I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to move him. <laughs> actually, I'm going to move him right where Kadri Allison is. Right at the end of Tier 8. So just make a note of that on your sheets. Um, you'll be fine. It's not like, you know, it's there's a... There's a uh, Everybody clamoring to get the backup in fucking Atlanta. So we need to move Kadri Allison out of here. So we'll just move him behind Xavier Jones. Kadri Allison sucks. Um, tried to get handled as many cuts or whatnot. Anybody that got signed and went to a practice squad, I didn't redo the teams because, I mean, you're, you're not going after a practice squad guy anyways. Uh, we'll be handling that with waivers. So... All right, so that's that. Uh, let's see, wide receivers. I don't think I really moved. Oh, I moved Jamar Chase down a little bit. So I still have Julio at the top of Tier 5. He's he's a little yikes. Um, but I'm still, I mean, as, as far as a Tier 5, you get him, you're going to get him in the 5th, 6th round somewhere in there because a lot of people are scared off from him. So... I'm happier there. If, he, if you're still kind of scared of him, you don't want to trust him, then you go to the next guys. Brandon Ayuk, Jerry Judy, Robbie Anderson, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett. Yes, I still have all five in front of Tyler Lockett. Still do not trust him. Uh, Jamar Chase is still have in front of T. Higgins, who leads Tier 6 again, um, which is fine. Uh, it's perfectly fine there. Um no, I didn't move. I didn't move Juju Smith Schuster. I was thinking about it. I mean, I to be honest with you, if I'm in a draft and it's between Smith Schuster and Cortland Sutton, I'm probably going to go with Cortland Sutton. Uh, anybody who did not watch that Denver game uh, this last weekend, that's what I was doing Friday and Saturday nights. So I was watching fucking games, man, out, out in my garage, uh, the uh, aforementioned dog, actual doghouse. Um. Man, he made a sweet cut on that on that repaired knee, and he looks good. He looks good. He looks like he's back. So, uh, really happy for Cortland Sutton. I'm just keep my fingers crossed, man, that he makes it through a full year. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, I did. I I moved Marquise Brown. I think back up. 
um, up by Jarvis Landry. Um, I think I moved. Oh, by the way, all the Josh, all the Josh Palmer late, if you want. Uh, Brian Edwards was moved up. Uh, AJ Green had moved up. He's actually looked pretty good this offseason. Um, Rashad Bateman is going to be hurt. I should actually have him in a colored in. He's kind of in an in elongated IR. Um, Rondell Moore, I'm still leaving him in the tier of the forgotten. I am not hopping on that shit. Um, I implore you not to do it, but some of you are going to go, fuck you, I want to go Rondell Moore. He's a little he's a little water bug. He's going to sneak through. He's going to get the fucking touchdowns. Nobody's going to be able to catch him. Yeah, he's going to tear his fucking hamstring out in ball week three. Uh, lock it in. Um, tight ends. I think I moved, moved John U. Smith up to tier five. Did that actually yesterday, and then it was funny because uh, John Hanson, the guru, was actually on him. I was like, okay, all right, fair. Um, not much else on there. I did change. I did change Chris Herndon <clears throat> to Minnesota uh, with Irv Smith having uh, meniscus surgery. He's going to be out basically for the whole year, uh, if not the whole year. I'd be surprised if they just didn't say fuck it and I arm. Uh which means that actually like Tyler Conklin's actually kind of the lead tight end there in Minnesota, but you're not gonna draft him either. So it's kind of a dead spot. So it really when you look at it, I'm more comfortable now than ever, probably with Justin Jefferson and um Adam Thielen. So, I mean, really, if you want to bump up Justin Jefferson a little bit, I mean, he's in Tier 2. You don't move him out of Tier 2, but, I mean, if you wanted to move him in front of DK Metcalf, I wouldn't fault you for it. And then Adam Thielen as well, if you wanted to move him ahead of Mike Evans, uh, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, I think you'd be fine. Um, Still on Deontay Johnson, I still really like him for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah, that is it. Uh, Defenses. There's only one change that I made, and I dropped the Arizona Cardinals out uh, to the first spot of the tier of the Forgotten. Their secondary is an absolute fucking disaster at corner, um, which is really going to hurt them. Now, does that mean that I'm not still interested in them? No, it doesn't. I I, I still have plenty of interest in them. The problem is is that it's not a team that I'm going to draft. Okay, might be a spot start. Uh, by week fill-in type team, or if you're streaming, then that would be probably one of the options. Um, but as far as a team just out of the gate, you know, guy, you know, just put them in and just fucking leave them for you know eight, ten weeks. No, I'm not touching them. I'm just not. Um, and that's that's kind of the thing that. One of my things that I like to do is I, I like to look at those bye weeks, especially for like kickers. I get a later bye week because then you can just you can forget about it for most of the year and not really you know you're not wasting a roster spot on a backup defense, backup kicker, <clears throat> stuff like that. So um, 
that's kind of why you'll notice that some of the teams too that have the you know farther back bye weeks that they're raised up a, a little bit and that's because that you don't have to mess with them you just don't have to mess with them but uh yeah that's uh I'm trying to think I'm trying to think uh not going to record tomorrow not going to record <coughs> saturday sunday um, although I did think about recording on Sunday um, to do the, maybe that would be the day that we would do the primer, go through the how to read the spreadsheet type deal, um, make that, you know, half hour, 45 minute type episode, kind of a little freebie for everybody. And then Monday, 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 we start, we start the, the actual 2021 season. Um, and I'm getting really excited. I'm getting a little nervous about it. Um, but that's just per usual, right? Cause you know, a lot of shit falls on my shoulders. A lot of shit falls on my shoulders with this. So there's a little bit of an anxiety on it, but at the same point in time, I've done this long enough to where I know how to deal with it. Uh, it doesn't really bother me nearly as much as what you would think when I say that I would have anxiety about it. Um, so there's no worries there. We're all good to go. Uh, the only thing I've got trying to get done is fucking four drafts this weekend while trying to get all the rest of those weekly spreadsheets done. So that's really where I'm at. That's why I'm really pissed off at work. Um, they're really taking a lot of time out of my, you know, quote-unquote free time. Uh, and this is what I would rather be doing. I'd rather be on the on the microphone talking this shit with you guys uh, building all the stuff, just really getting ready because it's going to be a good fucking season. So buckle up, Buttercup. Expect a podcast. I, if I don't do one on Sunday, it'll be a double on Monday, all right? But I'm going to plan on getting that recording out uh, Sunday morning, and then uh, we'll get going on 2021. So be good. Have a fun weekend. Be fucking safe. Uh, also remember if you've been in unemployment for this whole pandemic, you do not get to celebrate Labor Day unless you're celebrating it with your fucking essential friends. All right. All right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go out. Have a fucking beer. Have a hot dog. Whatever. They're cheap. Thanks, Biden.